Welcome to another episode of the McKeon Show. I am your host, McKeon. And I'm your co-host, Roz. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today on this President's Day. Yay! Woo, this has been an awesome day. As you can see, we have two guests sitting at the table with us. To my right, I have our phenomenal partner, Miss Jewel with AEE. Thank you. And, and also, we have Michi at the table. This is Roz Mini-Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to correct myself. I'm going to correct myself. 
right there because he said something in my ear, so he would mm. like to be called Big Meech on camera. Big Meech. <laughs> big Meech is here. Like big Meech. In the, the studio. Big Meech. Big Meech. Big Meech. Okay. Big Meech. Big Meech. So we want to thank you guys for watching. Everybody that's watching on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, we just want to thank you for joining us one more time. Woo, so today, oh my goodness, it was an awesome day today. We had the pleasure of being with a group of awesome teens out in um, Charles County. Yeah, Charles County. Um, the Zonta Club of Charles County had um, booked by her side to come out and do another one of our teen dating conferences. Yeah. And I tell you guys, it was amazing. It was. It was, it it was, was really amazing. Right. And so, guys, as a treat, we have some of the teens here in the studio with us this evening, and they're just going to be sharing their experience of what they had with us today. So, hello, Ms. Ross. Hey. Oh, we're going to they are here. they in the studio. <laughs> so, yes, I'm excited. Like you said, it was an awesome event, in which what I'm really excited about is how, how they showed up in numbers. Yes. yes. So, this was our second one that um, Zonta sponsored in Charles County. So, last year we had about 25. This year, I counted the number before I walked in. It was 52 signed in. So we are excited about that. So, yeah, and I'm excited that we have a couple of them in here um, with us today. So Absolutely. So thank you, Jewel, for being here once again. Thank you. You guys know this is like my, my home. <laughs> yes, it is. Voxway, baby. Yes, Voxway. I'll definitely want to give a shout-out to Voxwave and our engineer, Mr. Ron, Woo! for always Mr. taking Ron. so good care of us when we come into the studio. So we are here each and every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check us out on YouTube at Vox Wave, V-O-X-W-A-V. Mm -hmm. So, Jewel. Yes. Whew, let's talk about <laughs> By Her Side. Talk about By Her Side and AEE -E and the Lakeisha Brown Foundation and how all that just came about. Oh, so we're going to some history. Yes. So, um, just basically about five years ago, you and I, that is McGeon, started working together um, as we actually, in Earthling Embrace, hosted our first teen dating violence event. Um, so as we grew, definitely came to learn about that and get educated on it. And for the last five years, we've been rocking this out together. Absolutely. We've been rocking yeah. this out together. Um, just with our history and knowledge, it's just been a really beautiful um, experience. Although the topic, I can't say that it's a beautiful topic, so to speak, right. but the fact that we get to come out here and do it in a creative way, that hopefully, um, and has been proven to resonate with our teens, it's been a phenomenal way. And I always have to say this, the best part for me is not only do I get to work with some awesome teens, but in working with them, they always teach us about ourselves. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so that's really the history. So we've been walking this this mile for a very long time, and I enjoy it. I and enjoy it too. Great. I love what y'all do. I love what y'all do. The energy that you bring, how y'all are really, really in the community. Um, uh, I love the fact that I had a chance to speak at some of your events, yes. and my husband had a chance. But it's also I'm just amazed by the conversation that the teenagers have so openly and willingly to talk. So that is just amazing 
to know that they feel so comfortable with the program to be able to share their stories and things like that. So Absolutely, and that's why it was so important for us that when we were coming up with the concept of doing teen dating violence, how we thought it was so important to have the teens in there just among their peers. Right. Um, being teens ourselves, many, myself, many years ago, <laughs> you know, we didn't feel so comfortable with telling what was actually going on with us when we have our parents sitting right across from right. us looking to see whether or not if we're going to say they failed right. or anything because we know it's not about them failing but it's just a matter of where you're comfortable right. you know to be able to um, create that environment where you're comfortable to be able to share with what's actually going on in your life so that was really big for Absolutely. us yeah and we found that it works you know it, it really works they open up more when their parents is not in the room and that's why even, you know, the second part of what we do, we even have um, a session where we sit and talk to the parents to right. show them how to start mm -hmm. these conversations because it's all about being relatable. Right. You know, if I can relate to my parent, if I can sit down, because I know with me doing this, I used to always hear two of the same common responses that teens mm -hmm. would say to me when I would ask them, do their parents know of them being in an abusive relationship? And they was like, you know, I really can't sit down and talk to my parents like that. And I don't believe that I can have a conversation with them mm -hmm. without them making it seem like it's my fault right. of what I'm going through. So it's about education. And you know what I'm saying? We, we, we don't know, so we have to be taught the things so we can be able to have those conversations so we can move forward. And Absolutely. it's funny you said that because today when some of the parents were dropping off their teenagers today, um, I'm, I know it was one counselor and about three parents asked me, like, do you have something for the parents? Are there some takeaways for the parents? Or do you guys talk to the parents? And I was like, you know, actually, Charles County, we just started doing that work very hard to get you guys in Charles County. And I told them, you know, by her side, yes, they usually have, you know, the parents in the room or educating the parents and the teens together, and we split them up so there's different pieces and components to it. But just to hear a parent ask for that today, mm -hmm. I just was like, wow. And then another parent asked for it, and I was like, wow. Like, you know, it's, it's really resonating that they need to have these conversations and things like that. So uh, I didn't even get to tell y'all that because we are straight from one event <laughs> here. Yes. <laughs> so I haven't got to look at the surveys yet. All I did was count to see how many teenagers we had come today so we can yes. air that. But that was a couple of um, the parents because I go out and speak to them and let them know um, that their child in good hands. And this is why we don't want the parents in there because we want them to speak openly and freely mm -hmm. and be comfortable. Um, mm -hmm. But for them to ask for a parenting class on this was just amazing. So absolutely, we gonna bring Zonta no, gonna bring that. Zonta's <laughs> bringing part two, and I see some of my Zonta folks are watching. So. Just know that the board meeting I will be discussing that in the board meeting. Absolutely, <laughs> because it, it's very important to that. It's, it's, it's always it's important to do both things. You know, both Absolutely. components of that. That we're we're teaching our teens that it's okay for them that when they're experiencing something that they can go to other adults and share what's yes. going on. Because as I share in my story with my daughter, um, the day my daughter died. All of her friends had a story of abuse that she was going through, but right. no one said anything. No one came to me to say, hey, um, she's going through this. And so that's why we speak on when we talk about secrecy versus privacy, right. about how you know the difference and, and, right. and how to be a friend to someone that's dealing with abuse and also that's a victim of abuse. Mm -hmm. And to know that, you know, if, if something is harming your friend, 
if you see them being abused, and it's your duty mm -hmm. to go to their parents to let them know what happens. Because if something was to happen to that friend, I guarantee you, you'll be sharing that story. Exactly. So if you can share that story beforehand, mm -hmm. before something happens, you can just save your friend's life. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And there's so many, so many different aspects to it. We talk about the friends, the parents, and then just out in the community as a whole, with even the teachers. Um, it's there's so much education and we definitely and i'm speaking directly to the teams in the room definitely um we work hard to make sure that everybody feels safe and that there is truly no judgment um there's so many aspects like i said between what you have going on at home what you may think is normal what is what is seen and then the different components in your social atmosphere mm -hmm. um definitely want to keep teaching that and willfully today can't wait to hear what you guys have to share because <laughs> um, it was an interesting class but um definitely want to hear what you all have to say so that we can collectively all make each other better because there's really especially at that age mm -hmm. it's so crucial that we don't forget that they're still young yeah right? they're still young and there really shouldn't be any judgment guidance yes but judgment no, right, so right. I am very happy that the um, parents did come out yeah. to help that question, because um, that's that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. And we actually um, this another we had cap out also. Yes. Mm -hmm. Center for abused persons was out, so that was another piece that was added on. So we had Zonta, we had by her side with Lakeisha Brown. Um, University of University. We had it's many. about partnerships because we, we all many. know that partnerships are key that we cannot do this alone Amen. and it's going to take all of us to come together to get on the same page for the betterment of the future of our children. Right, right. And that was great just to see so many different organizations coming together for one common purpose um, to let the teens know that we are here, you know, that we hear them and anything that they need. And some of them came up to us individually and had mm -hmm. conversations with us as they always do. Mm -hmm. um, um, so, that, you know, it was just a great day. Very, very exhausting but for a great reason yes, like so indeed. i'm exhausted but for a great reason i'm not exhausted because i was chilling on the couch with netflix like no. it's because i was pouring everything um and we talked about the parents and i'm also mindful because as you guys know this is my son big michi um and he was in there and i try to respect the fact that he's my son also so i'm always outside yes. of i'll come in and maybe make sure everything's okay but because I, I want him to feel comfortable also mm -hmm. to be able to express himself, um, we have a great relationship, but I would be naive to think that my son told me everything, you know? Mm -hmm. But I always want him to know that there are people in this world that he can talk yes. to, to steer him in the um, right direction. I had a niece in there and I had a nephew in there, so I, I also, as a parent, respect that and try to, hey, I trust them, do what you need to do, say what you need to say in here, so. Absolutely. It was a great day. It was a great day. It's a blessing because, as we know, February is Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month, so we are mandated to go out here and give this information to teens and students because what we want to do, we want to be able to educate our teens now so they don't have to be adults 30 and 35 years old trying to figure out yes. what these relationships are, these behaviors and patterns because like you said, a, um, a lot of times, you know, we, we're in relationship and they're unhealthy, but it's normal. Right. Mm -hmm. it's, it's all I know. It's yep. all I've seen. Mm -hmm. So I'm not thinking anything is wrong. And so, you know, 
it's best to teach them while they're young. Yes. Get ahead of, to be proactive yes. instead of reactive. reactive. Exactly. And then we all have a unique story that we, you know, we shared a little bit with them to let them know, like, you're definitely not alone in this. You shared your story about you, mm -hmm. about um, your daughter. I, sh I shared my story about, you know, being a victim of teen dating violence. Also, you know, shared it so they can know that it's real and we're, real people out here we're not Absolutely. just somebody you can read in a storybook we real people who deal with real life stuff and we want to um, help them now like you said um, being proactive versus reactive and I wish I had that um, when I was a teenager like somebody to help me or to steer me or feel comfortable enough that mm -hmm. I can talk to someone that's why this program your program my program and all the programs that we are affiliated with are important to me because I know how I felt when I was a teenager, feeling alone and things like that. So right. um, it's great. Like I said, we have six teens <laughs> in here today. I had to count them. <laughs> 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 we had 52 earlier, so I'm like, I don't know how many we have. We have six teens. Look, like we had some more that walked in the door also. So I'm just excited to have them from different schools. We have Charles County schools in here. We have D.C. school in here. So... They came from all out, from yes, all over. Yes, they did. And what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, you guys are going to hear from the teens that were a part of the program. So stay tuned. You are watching The McKeon Show, and we'll be right back. In 2018, I personally helped several people reclaim their healthy lives with a ketogenic lifestyle. Together with our team, Wakaya Perfection, we've helped over 4,000 people struggling with weight loss to burn off unwanted fat naturally and control hypertension, type 2 diabetes, and high cholesterol with our Bula Fit Keto Fuel Shake and High Impact Ginger and Turmeric. Contact me for yours, buttons, boutthatketolife.com. That's B U T T O N S B O U T T A T. H-A-T-K-E-T-O-L-I-F-E dot com or call at 202-875-3926. Weight loss expectations are approximately one to two pounds per week. Individual results can and will vary.
to the McYon Show. I am your host, McYon. And I'm your co-host, Roz. Thank you so much for tuning in. So what we're going to do, we're going to go around the room. We're going to start with the teams on my left. They're going to introduce themselves, say their name, what grade they're in, and what school they attend. Hi, my name is Amina Brown. I am in the 10th grade. I go to North Point High School. Okay. Hello, I'm Johnny Johnson. I'm in the 11th grade, and I attend Wesley. I'm Denisha Stroman. I'm in the 12th grade, and I go to Thomas Stone High School. Hello, my name is Carlson Scott, and I'm in the 12th grade, and I go to Thomas Stone High School. Senior! <laughs> my name is Talia Ricks. I'm in the 10th grade, and I go to St. Charles. Awesome. Uh, my name is James Jackson. I'm in the 11th grade, and I go to Anacostal High School. My name is Bella Karate. I'm in the 11th grade, and I go to Westlake. All so right. So we right. got Junior. Also, hold up, man. Oh, we got someone at the desk. Oh, we got somebody at the desk. Um, I call myself Big Meech. I'm in 11th grade. I go to Westlake High School. Awesome. Awesome. So welcome, guys. We want to thank you for coming on the show today. So what we want to do, we're just going to throw out some questions to you about your day. And just let us know, how did you feel about the um, program that you were able to witness today? So um, did you want to ask the question, Julia? No, I definitely want to start with that. How did you feel overall about today? I want to chime in. It was a really good day. It was really informative. You, I learned a few new things about safe teen dating, unhealthy relationships, and healthy relationships. So I liked it. Cool. Is it anything that you would like to share that you learned about um, safe dating? Um, communication seems like it's key in any relationship, and you have to always be aware of what's going on in your relationship. Have to talk about it and make sure consent and everything like that. So, right. Awesome. Yes. Even awesome. in friendships. Yes, communication is key in every relationship everything. that you have. You have to be able to communicate your feelings and talk about what's going on because remember, no one is a mind reader. No one, you know, sometimes we get into relationships with people in general, we like, they should know better. But actually, they may not. This, that, that could be the first time they're ever dealing with something like that, so they don't know. So it's always best to communicate your feelings with anybody that you're dealing with. So that way everybody can be understood and on the same playing field. Awesome. Anyone else would like to answer that? You have the mic in your hand, so I feel like since it's in your hand, you should come <laughs> And yeah. Okay, that's okay. nice. Oh, yes, he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. is not day. I love it. <laughs> usually when I hear about um, abusive relationships, I usually think of something physical like punching somebody, but you guys taught me that there's more like verbal, um, emotional, and uh, digital abuse as well. That really helped a lot. 
Awesome. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. That and that is. is and that's big because you know we even have um, adults that come up to us in their 60s and 70s and not knowing what abuse is mm -hmm. and they think just because they haven't been in a physical um, abusive relationship that they're not being abused but once they go through the whole program they'll say you know what I have been emotionally abused for all of my adult life mm -hmm. and I never knew mm -hmm. so it's important to know the different how clean of fee say the different tags yes. of domestic Definitely. violence because it's just not physical that awesome. awesome that was a great that was point an awesome thank you away. anyone else <laughs> I think it was real good. I learned that it deals with yourself a lot. And, like, you really have to learn how to love yourself before you love somebody else or try to get into something. And so, like, you really know what you're going through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You have to love you first. There is no way possible you can love anybody if you don't love yourself. And that was one of the things that I had to learn. So that is that's an awesome takeaway. You, it's no way you can love someone if you don't love yourself first. So great. Absolutely. Great. And that's big because we believe that self-love is true love. And that will be the first love that you ever have. And that's and you show people how to love you by how you love yourself. Yes. 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 Anybody else want to say something? I learned today how to cope with myself when I'm upset or angry, like not to always always kind of hit somebody or throw something at them. So I learned how to like cope with that or find myself, like just find myself a new person or just get in the water and cope with my thoughts or just like Right, so you so you learned today about your hot buttons. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that was definitely a big topic for us, which was hot buttons. And you cannot say how much um, that is appreciated that you walked away with that. Because at the end of the day, everybody has a hot button. Yes. Mm -hmm. Everybody has their line that when crossed, they go over. And actually, that's something that I shared with um, the teens, especially in a lot of things that people don't know about. I mean, one of the activities that we did, we asked the students right like what are your hot buttons and we had one of them that said crying mm -hmm. right that one was huge to me because often crying when affiliated is like oh it's because they're either dealing with fear right. or weakness and honestly and now I'm going to tell the whole world in a sense but for me crying is not weakness mm -mm. that's actually my fuel if I start crying no I'm about to go to zero and a hundred and it's gonna be very thin layers beneath that and especially with women not to say that it excludes men right. but often with women especially when they hold things in and mm -hmm. don't deal with it if they're crying you might want to walk away right. or really deal with what the issue is, not just the fact of what they're seeing, which is the tears, because mm -hmm. it's so much deeper than the tears. So much but deeper. Thank you for sharing that because that goes a long way. Um, just make sure you're putting it in practice every time, and it's okay. It's okay. So, yeah, thank you. Right, and, 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 as, and as we said earlier today is that it's okay to be angry. It's okay. You have a right to be angry but you do not have a right to mimic bad behavior. Right. That's what you don't have the right to do. Right. You, don't have to, you don't have a right to take that anger out on anyone else. So we have to remember that. And so we learned that, you know, that when, we're, when anger is building up, that our body will give us cues. Mm -hmm. And so you have to know what that is. And like we talked about the um, clenching of the fists and, you know, the grinding of the teeth and the sweaty palms. So you have to learn what your body is signaling 
when you're getting upset. That's how you can know, okay, well, what are my tools? I'm, I know this is making me angry because this is a hot button of mine. How do I de-escalate the situation? And remember, we're not in control of our emotions and our feelings, but we are in control of how we handle it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... Was that one, two, three statement, right? Yes. Yeah, now that you know. And I didn't even get to get into that part, no. but counting is very uh -huh. therapeutic when you're doing that to help calm you down. You can count one to ten. You can count ten to one. However you have to do to calm you down so you can be able to deal with what's really going on. Because That's we right. all know when we get angry, uh -huh. we're not really dealing with the situation. It's like the situation gets pushed under the rug and now we're just angry. Now we're just shouting things that we don't mean and doing things and hitting people and it has just taken it to a whole different level and then we still have the same issue that pushed our hot buttons. Yep. Okay. That was awesome. Anybody else want to share anything? I do have a question because I have heard this a couple of times. Um, I have teenage children, I, I have a mentoring group, so I'm with children a lot. But one of the things that I heard is that when you guys are, and I'm not saying you particular, but when teenagers are in a relationship, that you, it is, you have to swap social medias. Like you have to mm. share passwords. <laughs> passwords. Like that is a, yes, that is a, a criteria. Yes, it's a And when, they, when, when I heard it, I was like, I'm sorry, so you have to give your password. It was like, yes, that's a way that you trust someone. I'm like, no. No. <laughs> no. And somebody's shaking their head over there, so let's hear no. it. No, let's hear it. Yes, big me. <laughs> big me. Break this down for us, because we, we, we don't understand this. Um, so most of us have trust issues, or we've been in relationships where we've been broken, or mm, people unloyal you, and we find things on our own, or we hear things, so... Prior to that, if we go into another relationship, every, it's like we have to swap passwords and things to have better for our trusting lives because we've been broken. So that's why we all does that. That's and that, yeah, that's I don't believe that's always the best thing because that can lose your lose the other person's trust even more because if you were if you have to give them your password. It's, that should that should not even happen. You should be like, okay, do you want my password? Yes or no? Like it shouldn't be like, oh, give me your password. Before we speak on it, I just want to get yes, before, yes, before please, we speak, yeah, I want to hear what else. What else do you guys think, everyone? I just feel like don't take your past out on your future. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because like, or your present or future, because you don't know the present from the future, so you don't know. But like, you can't get mad at your new girlfriend or your new boo or whatever because of what you're Mm. And it's a reason, obviously, why you're getting with them because they're not the same person. Why would you go to the same thing and expect something different? Mm. Do, do Let me touch on something you said. Remind me. Do I agree on it? Yes. Do you I agree? mean, if she wanted my password, I'd give it to her. But okay. it's not a need. It's not like, let me have your password. Like, okay. You know okay. Anybody else with this social media? Yes. Mm -hmm. 
And another thing what you have to do, um, you, you, you said that, you know, trust. But you have to ask someone, what does trust mean to you? Mm -hmm. Because when I hear that, that doesn't sound like trust to me. It sounds like control. Yep. That was my wife. So it, it's a difference. You got to know what somebody means. When somebody says, well, this is how you trust me, you're like, well, no, I don't think that's trust. I think that's how you're trying to control me. So it's important that when someone is saying to you, you know, you're not loyal or you have to be loyal, find out what that means to them. <laughs> And if because I may, it may have a different meaning than what you know trust <laughs> and loyalty to be, and then you may not never can live up to that. And so it's like a dog chasing its tail. Yeah. And yeah. actually, me and um, McGowan and I were discussing this. So before I say what we were talking about, let me or what was said. What is your definition? And I'll give you a choice. And I would like each of you pick a definition, pick a word: loyalty and trust. What is your definition? Um, loyalty for me is when you and the other person agree that y'all are together and have certain compromises and stuff and you're not out there talking to other females or guys or whatever. So that's loyalty. Is that loyalty to you? Okay. Mm -hmm. Mr. James, what's loyalty or trust? Loyalty to me, this is like being real, just telling me what it is and what it's not. So be real. <coughs> I'm going to say this. So I was in a class, and I, I do want to hear from everybody, but I'm going to share this part. So I was in a class last week, and that came up, right? What is trust? So the question to me was, is lying a little bit or about something small the same as being a liar? And is that still trust? Nah, not to me. Not to you. Keep it 100, right? Yeah, and I'm you, seeing some faces. <laughs> if you're going to lie about something small, then you're going to lie about something big, too. Um, It depends on what the lie is. Nah. <laughs> My thing is, it depends on what the lie is. Nah, One, if you lie, if you lie about, to me, if you lie about something big, this small, you're going to lie about something big. Not necessarily. Big. It's a joke if you lie, but if you lie, you lie. I'm talking like, about what is it a no, different way? Because now you're going against what you just said. I'm saying like it's a jokingly lie, and then there's a serious lie. So what? Yeah, what's the difference? Did you do this? Like, and I'm asking because it's it's obviously making me upset or it's bothering me. Mm. So oh, that's you, that's you, different than what right, we're saying. Right, but you can lie about it. It could be the littlest thing, like, did you text this person? And then you ask them. That's, that's little. Did you text them? Did you text them? It's little. Like, you only sent a text. Hey, whatever. It's little. And they say no, but I have a picture of you. That's a lie. That's so more untrusting. Yeah, that's but unloyal little, and not it's trusting. Still a lie. It's not that big of a lie. Whether or not I say it, come out and be like, did you cheat or did you... Because you texting a person saying, hey, it's not necessarily cheating. You don't know where the conversation is going to go. But then if I ask you, did you cheat? Right, that's a big lie. So see, right, you're agreeing little. with me. No, that's little. Why What's is it little? little? No, <laughs> that's a big lie. Okay. So, okay, you're in a relationship. Get rid of my camera. You're in a relationship, and y'all are committed. And you're going to text somebody else and say something else. And they just ask you, did you do that? That's a big lie. Because one, that's you have untrustworthy. You're untrustworthy, and you're being unloyal. Okay. Like, when I think of a little lie, I think of you lying about like your favorite color yes. or something. Yes. That's what I thought you yes. meant. You're going in lines of like, yeah, that's a big lie to me. 
So you guys have taught me something because I didn't know it was a difference. A lie is a lie. Yeah. Big, small, and different. I'm trying to figure out what's little and big over here. So if you lie, it's a lie. You can lie about something. You might as well just lie about everything. So well, eventually you will have to. Right. You gonna have to lie because you gonna have to. You gonna have to tell a lie to cover a lie. Absolutely. I do agree that one lie does become into a bigger lie, but So if you gonna lie to me, if you gonna lie about something little, you gonna lie about something big. I agree. Talk speak up a little bit. You should know when you use a stop or like that's not good. You shouldn't lie. Some people don't know when to stop though. But you should not lie. So let me ask this. So based off what you said, right, if that's something that they have to work on but you've accepted them into your life as the person that you want to be with, does that not affect you? Mm-hmm. Speaking to the because I really want to take a break. You gotta work together with it. Why? Why? But if their action is showing, and I'm not picking on you because trust me when I say this is very close to my heart, if somebody's actions are repeatedly showing that they're lying, is that not who they are? Is a liar? How does it depend? No, repeat. Into the um, speaker. Remember, remember today when we talked about compromise. When we said compromise, that if you're going to accept someone telling a little lie, then you will have to accept them telling a big lie. A lie is a lie. And so that that means that you will start compromising down, and and then eventually that becomes totally unhealthy. It becomes totally unhealthy. So remember, you have to know what your boundaries are and what your deal breakers are. If you can deal with someone that tells a lie, period, right. that's a deal breaker. Right. Never compromise that because their level of lies mm-hmm. is going to be totally different from yours. They can tell the biggest lie in the world to you that you may feel. And they be like, girl, that wasn't nothing. Then what you going to do? Same way how we were just saying, if it was little and it was big, but to me, but to me, though. Like, it was almost like the taking as a joke thing. Mm-hmm. Me taking as a joke is just somebody that just don't take you serious no more. Mm-hmm. With anything. Not just joking, but with, like, anything. So, like, if you repeatedly hurting my feelings, you're taking me as a joke because you're not mm-hmm. understanding, like, this hurts my feelings. Mm-hmm. So, you're taking me as a joke. You don't take them serious. Mm-hmm. So, like, lying, if I'm trying to work with you to get better with lying and you're not even putting an effort or, like, you're steady lying, I might as well just let you go. I'm going to give it up. But that's initially you're supposed to take them, and then if they do it again, why would you stay with them? It's almost like I'm not saying stay with them. No, he said he did say something, or he does say things. Respectful, and you're not respecting me. I don't want you in my life for real. So, 
I would obviously It should be a mutual them. thing that he, it should already be mutual that he shouldn't have to tell them. I mean, not necessarily because of what y'all said earlier. They might not know. They might not have never been through that. You should tell them, but I'm just saying. In the beginning. Right, in the beginning. You, you got to give them in the beginning. And I think mm-hmm. that's like our problems as young I mean, younger people. Uh, <laughs> you have <laughs> younger, <laughs> younger people, we don't really know that type of stuff. But I'm just saying, like, with me, I tell them at the beginning, like, this what this this how I am. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my flaws. Like, sometimes this happens, sometimes this happens. But if obviously they can't accept me for who I am, it's obviously a reason why I'm not with them no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. Yes. So okay. let me tell you how much you're Okay, that was awesome. So what we're gonna do? What we're gonna do? We're gonna take a break because we do have some more teens that definitely want to be able to share their input. So you are watching the McYon Show. We'll be right back. Looking for a place to advertise your business and promote your products and services? Box Wave is the right place. We have over 10,000 views a day and 70,000 listeners a month. For more information, contact Reg Gaskins at 240-832-4455. Voxwave now features a streaming radio media player on our website's front page where local artists can get their music played 24-7. For more information on getting your music in rotation or to perform live at our studio, contact Reg Gaskins at 240-832-4455. Android users, the VoxWave app is now available in the Google Play Store. Download the app today on your Android device to listen in and view programs. Welcome back to the McYon Show. I am your host, McYon. And I'm your co-host, Roz. Thank you so much. So where we left off, we had our teens. They were engaging in some pretty good dialogue here, talking about whether a little lie or a big lie. So we're going to get right back into it. So, um, Jewel, you wanted to follow up on that? <laughs> Just a little bit. So let me tell you... Um, and I'll sum it up as much as I can. Here's the deal. A lie is a lie. Yes. It doesn't matter if it's small or big. Everybody has their own boundaries. And once you start classifying it as small or little, there's too much gray area. Because what I may think is a little lie may not be what you think. And so from the jump, it's not crystal clear. So what we know is if it's not true, 
it's a lie. Right. I don't care what it is. So we have to be absolutely, absolutely clear and on the same page with that. And trust when I say, so McGann and I were kind of hitting on that. And the bottom line is, like I said, everybody has their own perception, mm -hmm. but the facts are facts. Mm -hmm. So get it out in the open. And I love what you said from the beginning. Show and prove who you are. Tell somebody who you are. Let them accept you for that. Mm -hmm. And you still have to show and prove that's who you truly are. Well, leave it alone. It's okay to not to be compatible. Mm -hmm. It's okay. They're just not the one for you. A liar might be good with another liar. Let them handle that because mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's but true. if it's you and that's not who you are, don't invite that into your world. Absolutely. Don't do it because it's going to make you start questioning some things about yourself and that person. And darn it, you're wasting your time. Absolutely. Yeah. You are wasting your time. And absolutely. So. And once you draw your boundaries, you know, that line, stop moving it. Mm. Stop moving it to cater to someone else because I'm telling you what usually happens, it's going to send you into a spiraling downfall. And then one day you're going to wake up and you're going to say, how did I get here? And then you're going to start blaming people. And you're going to blame everybody except for the person where the blame lies. And that's within yourself. That's within you. Because this is what you allowed and what you accepted. And nobody is responsible for your happiness but you. And, and the other thing, the question, all of this came up from that question. The one question I asked, which was social media and passwords, mm -hmm. like all of this came up. And if you think that you need your partner's password for trust issues or whatever, that is, that is not a sign of anybody's loyalty. Mm -hmm. That has nothing to do with loyalty. That has everything to do with control issues. Absolutely. It has nothing to do... If your if your friend or spouse or whatever does not give you a password, it has nothing to do with mm -hmm. them not being loyal. It has mm -hmm. everything which you're trying to be controlling. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. You cannot control everything. And you should not be in a relationship where you feel as though you have to do this for them to trust you. Mm -hmm. This is if I don't do this then I'm not loyal to them. No, be loyal to yourself. That's what you should be. You should be trying to focus on being true to who you are. I'm not going to compromise who I am and give you this to make you know that I'm loyal to you. If this is how you feel, there's nothing I can do about how you feel, but this is who I am. Okay? And it becomes a bottomless pit. First is your passcode. The next thing is what you're wearing. The next thing is who you're being around. The next thing is what time you're coming in. It just continues to grow and grow and grow. Which was the next question? Next question that I had, because this was another one that had came up, um, in relationships, you, you guys, and I'm not saying you, but you guys are not allowed to have friends outside of a relationship. Like, you can't have a female friend or a male friend if you're a male. Like, how do you guys feel about that? That was another so hot topic. I'm, 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 you okay? Um, that also comes with, like, people having trust issues. Like, girls don't want their boyfriends to have female friends or boys don't want their girlfriends to have male friends but it's just all about if you trust the person like you're supposed to have a certain level of trust to know that they wouldn't cross boundaries if that makes sense so would mm -hmm. you be okay with your boyfriend having female friends yes female <laughs> <laughs> oh yes we have a couple here i forgot them too a couple <laughs> okay well let him answer yeah. that yeah <laughs> to me honestly before y'all went out they had other friends. Yeah. You right. know what I'm saying? So how you gonna stop something that was there before you was there? And then as long as the friend ain't crossing the boundaries that you wouldn't want them to cross and, they, and she or he is not crossing the boundaries you wouldn't want them to cross, ain't no problem. Okay. Cool. Awesome. They, they cannot tell me I can't be friends with somebody 
if you're telling me I can't be friends with somebody, you're not the person for me because you're way too controlling. Yes. And I'm going to have the friends I want to have. Absolutely. Well, and we let them know that when? Beginning. beginning. Absolutely. The beginning. At the beginning of the relationship. Yes. I feel like you should have all the friends you want or whatever, but as long as you don't do something like inappropriate or something that you feel like that's going to jeopardize your relationship, then don't do it. Because mm -hmm. it's going to hurt that person's feelings. You don't know how they feel about what you're going to do. So it all goes back to what who it is. Mm -hmm. Like if you have feelings for that person, mm -hmm. don't don't keep on with that person that you like because that's going to hurt them at the end. Yeah. As Absolutely. long as you're not doing anything disrespectful, like disrespectful to the person you're dating, then I don't see an issue with the friend thing. Like, there shouldn't even be an issue. Those are your friends. You shouldn't even be doing anything that you would be doing with me or anything else. So. Absolutely. I feel like if you don't trust me with my friends, then what was the point of me getting in a relationship with you if you didn't ever trust me from the start? Come on now. I'm through, baby. Come on now. That's right. You, know what? you have something on friends where you feel. What do you feel about friendship? Oh, I mean, like, like what they said, uh, you, what, you've been with them. They were there before you, so if you're going into the relationship with, like, I'm a girl, if I had friends that were boys, and you're like, oh, well, you have to, be st you have to stop being friends with them, that's really obsessive and controlling, and you shouldn't want me to stop being friends with anybody. So I can I ask friend. this backup question? So suppose it's a new friend that's of the opposite that's sex. If they that's have an agenda, okay. that's not going to be my friend. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> ladies, we have something on friends? No. Mm -hmm. Can you pass the mic down here? And please do introduce yourselves. Yeah, we have two more ladies. In yes, studio. introduce yourself, your name, Mom. what grade you're in, and what school you attend. Um... My name is Jolena Day. Uh, I attend Stephen Decatur. I'm in eighth grade. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't have nothing to say, so that's what you should do. <laughs> My name is uh, Imani Johnson. I'm in the eighth grade, and I go to Stephen Decatur. Okay. Awesome. So please do share with us. What are your thoughts? I'm saying, like, if it's a new friend, if they already have a problem with you, like, they don't want you having no friends, then you shouldn't be friends with that, the new friend. That's what I'm saying. Why? Because they already had a problem with you having friends. Why do you think they have the problem now? Because they don't trust that person. So if I, let me make sure we have it straight. So if you are dating someone, right, and then there's a new guy that comes along that wants to be your friend, but your boyfriend does not want you to be friends with him, you don't take on a new friendship? No. Okay. I don't agree with that at all. Why? Like, because. Please do. It's all about y'all. I just love it. Because, if, say, that could become, like, one of your best guy friends or something. Like, you don't just want to ruin a friendship because you and the guy you're messing with are you and your boyfriend right now and your boyfriend don't like him, that doesn't mean anything. I just put it like, you're not my mom or my, or my dad. Like, 
how you gonna tell me what I can and can't do? Like that's not why I went out with y'all. I went out with you because it was something about you that I liked. Mm-hmm. That I didn't see anybody else. Mm-hmm. So if you wanna be controlling, you should have asked God to be my dad or my mom. <laughs> 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 that's not what I got to do. It's like, then it's like if the roles switch, he would he would be like, it's just a new friend. Mm-hmm. Or if she would she would just be like, it's just a new friend. Like. All right, so why was it a problem with me getting a new friend? Like, new mm-hmm. friends bring new opportunities. Absolutely. Amen. As long as they ain't bringing new problems, hmm. then what's the problem? Right. We can take you out on the road with that. I yes. know. I yeah. love his philosophy. Yes. If I could please address what you said, though, because honestly, nothing's in a sense right or wrong, because at the end of the day, it's your life, right? Mm-hmm. So if you make a, a conscious decision to do that, I would say always be mindful of the decisions that you make because maybe for your own personal reasons, your own history, you might make that decision. But when it becomes harmful and you're noticing that the boyfriend or the person that you're with constantly is like, no, no friends, because that no new boy, I could almost understand that from some perspective. But then what happens when it's the, I don't want you to be friends with the new girl Mm -hmm. or I don't want you to go out. Always watch the pattern. Always mm-hmm. watch the pattern and even ask why. Get to know the person's thinking. That is huge. And once again, and oh, I think I was saying this during the commercial break, it's not just the youngins that go through this. It is it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's absolutely not. And it's, it's a lot to do with where they came from, where they're at, and where they want to go. And a lot of people are just insecure, to be honest. Um, and it's okay to ask why. At least find out why they're making the decisions that they make. So, yeah. I like the word that you guys are using also, um, saying it is a sign of control, because it absolutely is a sign of control. You know, someone telling you who you can be friends with, and um, Mickey on touched on it, versus give me your social media password. Then it's what can you wear, who you can be friends with, what time you got to come home, and I have to stay on the phone with you all night until you fall asleep to make sure that you didn't go out the house. And, you know, all of the crazy, like I said, I have teenagers, I'm around teenagers, mm-hmm. and I hear all these things. And we were teenagers. I mean, I was teenager like yesterday, but they were <laughs> like, hey, you know, was a teenagers before, so none of these things are, um, are new. And like I told you guys, um, a good thing today, I am definitely a survivor, a teen. Um, as a teenager, I deal with domestic violence and some of these things, some of these controlling things. And when I look around, it started off with some of these simple things, you know, like you got to call this time. You got to do this. You can't wear this. You can't say that. Those things, those things is like, oh, it's so cute. He love me or mm. she love me or, you know, he want me to call him when I get in the house. Oh, no, it's all a controlling thing. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with anybody loving you. I mean, so you, you guys just have to be mindful of that I love the conversations that we are having and the things that you guys are bringing up. I'm going to tell you, I'm really educated on this little lie and this big lie thing. <laughs> but, um, but I am, at this time now, I am married and I have a husband. Congratulations. I, thank you. <laughs> I will be naive to believe that my husband do not have friends. It's only male and female out here. It's it. It's That's male it. and female. It's only two. I will be naive to believe that he didn't have female friends. I'll be naive for him not to make new friends. Mm-hmm. I want him to make new friends. When new friends comes new opportunities. Um, like you said, yes, I quoted you. Uh, and I have male friends also, and I have new friends that I make, whether it's female friends or male friends. Um, again, male, female, that's all we have. Um, and we can learn and grow from each other. I think Jewel said it earlier. 
about like if that relationship is not for you, it's fine. You can move on. But that's how you find out who you are, what you like and what you don't like, you know, mm -hmm. those type of things. Right now, you guys are 16, 17, seniors, junior, 14. 14. You guys have a lot of life, you know, left in you, a lot of things you're trying. I'm, you know, three with some numbers behind it, and I'm still learning now who I am and <laughs> things I like and, you know, things like that. So it's okay. This is what you're supposed to do, and I just love the conversation and the dialogue that we are having about this. Absolutely. So, guys, now you know how important it is when we said about what does trust mean and to know what that means to you because you can clearly see that everyone has a different definition of what trust is and basically with that um, as far as saying that I have to I need your password so that I can trust you that is not trust right so when someone comes to you and they say well I need you to do this so that I can trust you you have to be able to say, well, no, that's not trust, that's control. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that they said that, though. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, a lot of times people are going off things from what they are mimicking what they've seen. Right. Mm -hmm. They are mimicking other relationships that they've seen. So if that's how an older brother or a mother or father showed them, that's, that's how they react in relationships, that I got to have your password, I got to have your code, then they're only going to mimic what they see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they may not know. So that's why it's so important, communication. Because mm -hmm. then they can say, you know what? I never really felt good about doing that. I just thought that's what you needed to, me to say so you can feel as though that I trust you. You never know why people do the things that they do. Right. That's why the conversation is so big and to understand that we're all on the same playing field and that we're understood and not assuming. Right. That is huge. Never assume what someone means. Always yeah. ask them. And if they can't tell you what they mean, then to understand they have no clue. So therefore, they can't tell you. Yeah. Okay? If they, can't, if they can't tell you how they feel and what that means to them, you will spend the rest of your relationship trying to get them to understand because how can they understand when they don't even know what they're looking for? You yeah. would never be able to appease that. Never. I don't care how much sex, how much money you spend on them, what you do, it will never work. Can I ask one final question? Yes. This is like not so much off life. I want to ask like 10,000 more. But if you get to go around the room and describe love in one sentence to you, like, what is that? Um, love for me is something, it's a feeling that you get when you're with a person that no, you can't get with anybody else. It's the connection you have with the person, the trust, the understanding, the compassion you're, when you're with the person. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'm not even gonna lie, I don't know. Okay. Thank you. That's, Thank that's you for honest. your honesty. Thank you for that's your honesty. <laughs> what is love to you? Love is some like a bond kind of a bond that you grow with somebody and you understand them, they understand you, you guys you trust each other and like she said, it's a feeling that you get. You like this is like something that we never felt before. So, love. I say love is 
say love got too many definitions to mm-hmm. it. Come on, bro. So what is it to you, though? To and like, summary. It, just, it matters who it is. You get what I'm saying? Okay, because so what about love in a, and I don't know if I can even ask you this, but so far in the highest form, when you imagine truly not just loving but being in love, what does that, What? how when, can you describe that? When you just want to see somebody as happy as they can be, and they want that right back with you. You That's a saying? great summarization. Um, like when you have that bond with them that you don't have with anybody else, and they're pretty much like your best friend. Mm, love it. I don't really think words could describe love because I don't really know what it is either. Okay, yeah, thank that. you. I don't know, but um, I think I would say that um, it's what you. It's different for everybody. You can't really explain it. Um, it's it's indescribable, but it's like how you feel towards somebody. Like you get alleviated, or you feel happy when you're around somebody. Like around family, that's it, you guys call that love. So I guess that's what love probably is. Okay. Do you have a love? What is love? Can you go back to No, if you don't want to go first, it's I'm fine. When you think about love, what? Um, I don't really know. Okay. So let me ask this one final question. Oh, Keep forgetting my baby. Because y'all like right there, he's like co-host. <laughs> he's like the man. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily know what love is. I'm very young, so as a lot of things, it can be described as, but I really wouldn't know. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I just really wanted to know, is love positive or negative? Both. It can be both. It can be both. Now, remember what I said earlier, that balance, right? So at the end of the day, is being loved or loving a positive or a negative experience, balance-wise? It should be positive. It should be positive. But it's not always. And, that, and once it gets to not always being positive, I don't believe that's love. Okay. And you got to walk away see, from that's it, and that's okay. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Depends on the background you come from. That is true. Look, I'm sorry. I and you know, and I just want to share. <laughs> and I just want to share something because I have, I've heard someone say before, like when you're when you're dealing with love, they say, you know, we can't get caught up in the feelings mm-hmm. of love because that will change. And that once that happens, that you got to understand that then love becomes a choice. Today, when I'm not feeling you, do I choose to still love you, respect you, and honor you? And so that will carry you further than any feeling that That's you will ever experience. It's limited. Okay? Yes. Because that feeling will go away. Mm-hmm. But you have to make a choice to say that this is how I deal with someone and how I'm going to treat them. So, guys, oh, my goodness. This hour always goes so fast. I'm telling you, guys, I'm going to get more time on the station. But we want to thank you guys, everybody, for coming in. We had an amazing yes. day. We want to thank all the teams that came in. Guys, keep up all the awesome work. We hope you take these tools that you have learned, take them into your um, other friendships and share with what you learned and everything. And when you see someone struggling with something with that loyalty thing, tell them what that is. Learn how to be a friend to someone. And it's okay to express how you feel. If you have friends that you can't share with them your opinion, Get some different friends. Amen. Because your circle should make you better. Yeah. Okay? Your uh-huh. circle should always make you better. So we definitely want to thank Zonta. We want to thank AEE by her side. 
Daughters with a Purpose, Man to Man, Unstuck um, University, and also the Lakeisha Brown Foundation. We want to thank each and everybody that's watching on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and everything. Please come back. Mm. Check back with us next week. We're going to have an awesome guest. We are here each and every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you guys for watching, and have a great night. Good night. Check it out, listen on.